This is Toledo Symphony Lab, a behind-the-scenes look at the world of classical music from WGTE Public Media and your Toledo Symphony. I'm Brad Cresswell, and joining me on the phone is the TSO's music director, Elaine Trudell. We also have right here in the studio the Toledo Symphony's president and CEO, Zach Vassar. And we have not one, but two special guests, and I have a little walk-on music for you both. I'm not going to tell you which one goes first, right? You're walking into the studio... Walking into the studio. <laughs> All right. Please welcome back to the program Natalie Frushauer, who is a business manager at, at TAPA, at the Toledo Alliance for the Performing Arts. And we also have our new artistic director of Toledo Ballet, Eric Otto. Welcome to both of you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, we're glad that you could make time to come and, and get to know us a little bit. But more importantly, we're going to get to know you. Now, we talked with Natalie a little bit last time. And you know Eric as a Symphony Lab newbie. You are required to tell your story, right? Okay. So you have to tell us about yourself get to know you a little better. Um, what we're going to do is play a little bit of Natalie's story from the last time that you were here, Natalie. And give you an idea, Eric, of how you know of, how of to what proceed. not to say. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Do of not what not to say. Preparation here. <laughs> anyway, here we go. <laughs> Natalie's story redux. This is when she was talking about the Nutcracker. Yes, I'm originally from Florida, um, and I actually just moved to Toledo about five <laughs> years ago. Um, so I've been here for a while, but I was, uh, you know, working at home, had some kids. And I actually used to be a ballet dancer for most wow. of my life. Excellent. Yeah. Ballet dancer. Yay! Did you, did, you, yeah. did you dance a nutcracker ever? Dance of in course, it? yeah. yes. Yeah, many times. Yeah. Give me your nutcracker history. So, take, it, take it back to the very first time you did it. Okay. I started out as a party girl. The party scene. No, your nutcracker history. <laughs> let's, hear, let's hear about your dancing. Not your days in college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Natalie. <laughs> I like the more you know that happened. Yeah. The more you we know. put that theme at the end of pretty much everything we say. Um, so, typical Florida person, party girl. Right? Thank you. Yeah. I knew that yeah. was going to come back to haunt me one day. <laughs> yes, I'm keeping it for posterity. Eric, what do you think of that? Uh, I thought it was good. The first thing that stood out to me was she has such a nice radio voice. Oh, I'm yeah. not sure if I can measure up. Well, thank you. Yes. Oh, you're doing, you're you're doing pretty well good so there. far. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Keep it up. Keep up the good work. Yes, thank you. <laughs> so, Eric, you are a, a, a newbie to Toledo, really. Have That's you been right. here before? Uh, I've never been to Toledo. I've toured many cities during my professional ballet career, but I've never been to Toledo, Yeah. enough. So what do you think? How long have you been here now? I've been here now for about three weeks. My family and I moved at the beginning of September, and uh, we slowly started to acclimate ourselves. It's a great city. You know, they have everything here that uh, that we love. Uh, obviously, the performing arts, yeah. and uh, I'm a big hockey fan. So oh, I saw wonderful. the walleye downtown. Well, right now it's uh, fundraising time here at WGTE, so we've been talking a lot about the arts community in this area, and there's so much going on, so much to be thankful for here in Toledo. I do want to take uh, a moment now and tee you up with a little music, Eric, because you're going to tell us your story now. So take it back to the beginning. Tell us how you got from there to here, 
Uh, you've got about three and a half minutes of music, so, you know, take your time. Here we go. Wow, I background music. So my name is Eric Gatto, and I was born into a family of seven. My mother was a ballet dancer and had uh-huh. a ballet school in Westchester, New York. I uh, was pretty much born into it. Uh, my earliest memory was uh, crawling around the dance studio while Nutcracker was playing. And... Uh, I uh, went through many, many years with my mom's school, and then I transitioned uh, studying classical ballet in New York City with George Balanchine's school, School of American Ballet. Wow. Impressive. And, um, from that point, I just had an opportunity to dance with uh, New York City Ballet and American Ballet Theater and dovetailed into musical theater and Metropolitan Opera. And what do you do after you have a dance career? That was the big question. What do I do? What's next? So I uh, decided to teach. I was apprehensive at first, but my, my mentor, uh, Twyla Tharp, who I was working with closely, said, Otto, you need to start teaching. Yeah. So I got in the studio on tour with her, and I, my first couple of classes were teaching at uh, colleges. Berkeley. I had to teach a class at Berkeley, dance class. I was a little intimidated, but I just realized at the end of the day, just be yourself and uh, have a good time. And as long as you go in somewhat prepared, It'll be good. Yeah. So from that point on, uh, I had that uh, confidence boost from her, uh, and it was something that I realized that uh, you know I was really interested in, and, and I had you know a lot of knowledge, and I had the energy to pursue that. Um, and so I, I ended up here because I was already in that field as an artistic leader, and I uh, saw an ad for this position at the Toledo Ballet and for the Toledo Alliance of the Performing Arts. And it was really interesting to me because of the um, collaboration between the symphony and the ballet. Yeah. And that was a huge uh, motivation for me to come here to work under that organization to um, present that. Anyway. Wonderful. I, you know, I, I realize I'm sort of putting you on a spot because I asked you to talk about it in front of the CEO of the company here. <laughs> Is he here? <laughs> yes. Zach Vassar. You, you should meet him someday. Um, Yuri me, has a lovely voice. <laughs> <laughs> lovely radio voice, indeed. Um, Natalie, let me ask you. You're a former dancer. You're the dance expert here. How's well, Eric been doing? Been. Oh, well, he is such a blessing to us. Um, <laughs> he comes with lots of experience and knowledge um, from his entire life to share with us. Um, and it's also just really nice to have someone new with refreshed ideas and a different way of looking at the way we're going to do the seasons from now on and the way the classrooms should run with the kids. And I mean, after all, that's really why we're there, you know, to teach the kids yeah. how to dance. And I think um, he's able to relay his own passion to the kids, which is just inspiring for anyone who wants to learn how to dance. Yeah, that's great. Well, nobody's going to say anything bad about you, Eric, unless you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> unless we send you off to the bathroom or something Uh-oh. that we can talk about. Okay. You, but, but uh, yeah, it's a little bit of a love fest, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Eric Otto is the new artistic director uh, running Toledo Ballet. Natalie Fleshauer here with us and Zach Vassar here with us. Also on the phone, we have the music director of the Toledo Symphony, Elaine Trudell, Eric, I found out something interesting about you. I, I won't say who it was that, that told me this. <laughs> but um, 
I understand that you are a, a gourmet chef. Is that true? Well, I wouldn't say gourmet, but thank you, Zach. It hasn't tried my food yet. It's it's rustic with a lot of uh, flair. Okay. Well, that means I... it's covered with old pieces of leather. <laughs> oh. Right? Lots of salt, lots of seasoning. Sounds okay. Good. Sounds like my cooking. Salt and seasoning. Mm. It'll save you every time. That's it. Yeah. Well, I have a quiz for you, and these are culinary terms. So we'll Ooh. we'll test your chef knowledge. I got a little Jeez. music again. Your chefiness. Yeah. This is uh, this background music uses a lot of kitchen utensils, so it kind of gets us in the mood here. Okay. All right. This is for Eric only. Only for Eric, unless you know, unless he doesn't know the answer, you can shout it out. <laughs> We're okay. Like, like we will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do I get some lifelines here? That includes Elaine. Elaine. Is yeah. He, the he's your phone, phone a friend. friend. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. What is a victual? What's a victual, Eric? A victual is an object you use to to stir stuff with. It's actually a food, any kind of food. All food are victuals. What? He's just making Sounds stuff really up at this point. You. I totally would have believed that. that. Yeah. Don't play balderdash with this man. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay, deglaze. What does it mean to deglaze All something? Right. Thank you. That's a good one I can answer. It's when you deglaze a pan if you have meat that you seared and deglaze it with uh, a wine or any kind of an acidic uh, liquid. Okay, I'll give that to you. Even though you were saying deglaze is is deglazing a pan, right? Using the word to define itself. Deglaze, deglazes. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. All right, moving on. (laughs) Chiffonade. You know what a chiffonade? That's a dance term. (laughs) It sounds like a ballet term. A chiffonade. I should know that, but definitely French. Is it something that you you chiffonade with? Yes, al dente. What does al dente mean? Oh, that's nice and uh, firm, right? When you yeah, pasta. Cooked, I yeah, think nice is and what firm. The Italian well, cook so it's still tough when bitten. Often using pasta, right? Yes, that's or right. alligators. Yes, or alligators. I think they are no tough. No matter how much you cook those, they are tough. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's no salt and no seasoning that's going to help the alligator. Just a fun little cooking tip for you. Uh, okay, next one, jacarding. Do you know what jacarding is? J-A-C-Q-U-A-R-D-I-N-G, jacarding. I've, you're, playing, I've, you're, playing sorry, a, that. you're playing a card game? No, yeah. I've been to jacarding before. That's a beautiful city. <laughs> Jacard? Jacarding. It's when you poke little holes in the meat to tenderize it. That's what jacarding is. I thought that was called tickling. Okay, do you, you know what? Polenta is your poor children. Eric, yeah, polenta is uh, is like a pasta, right? Polenta is a mush or a porridge made from yellow cornmeal, originated in northern Italy. It can be also like a little pasta, so we'll say yeah. Okay. You you really don't know the answer to any of these, do you? <laughs> That's okay. I've got it right in front of me. What does it mean to sweat? In uh, culinary terms, sweat. Okay, to sweat, like you're sweating something, like a vegetable, or it's sometimes... Yeah, that is absolutely the best answer so far. Very good. Yeah. So the How about... Other, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead. You're the so, guest here. So the other the other questions that I didn't answer correctly, we're not going to put those in, right? Yeah, right. We're, those, we'll go back and we'll edit out... Uh, no, there's no editing in Symphony Lab. Oh, we don't do that. There's no crying in baseball. Exactly. All right, Frenching. Do you know what Frenching is? <laughs> oh, I'm not boy. even going to go there. Um, 
Zach's French laugh thing. said it all. Yeah, that's... <clears throat> it's the process of removing all fat, meat, and cartilage from rib bones on a rack oh, roast by cutting the bones with a sharp paring knife, often referring to lamb, beef, or pork rib. That is Frenching. Probably so, not what you had in mind. How but... come French fries taste so good, then? Yeah, well, because they've had all the fat removed, right? <laughs> that's my culinary... Second tidbit of the day. Then they're deep fried, yeah, back into the fat. Yeah, go to the fair. You, I'm sure you could find those. All right, and finally, my favorite culinary term: ass pick. <laughs> Can you define what an ass pick is? Says, um, be careful. This is a family show. It's Can the you spell gelatinous that? goo that was popular in the 1950s. Yay! Yeah. A-S-P-I-C. Have you never heard of Aspic? No. Wow, it was really popular at one time. It's, it's, you know, (laughs) find a cookbook of that time. Usually was done in a jello mold. Uh, It was kind of... I know what you're talking about. I just didn't know what it was called. Mm -hmm. That's very gross. Yeah. (laughs) All right, our music timed out perfectly with that quiz. Well, we got to know a little bit more about you, Eric. So far, we know that you know absolutely nothing Nothing about about cooking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the most important thing is how the food tastes. That's true. Yes, it's the end result, right? How you get there is not as important as getting there in what the first place, right? Some people don't know is that Eric nearly was a uh, TV contestant chef. Oh, really? What really? show was yeah. it? So, <laughs> oh, tell well, us this story. Okay, hang I'll... on, hang on. Let me get. Okay, we got some. So, um, I suffered a pretty major injury uh, Thanksgiving weekend last year, and I was on the couch all winter. Was that a kitchen injury or was that a dance? This was a ballet injury. My knee exploded on on stage during the Nutcracker in Burlington, Vermont, as I was dancing the Cavalier. Did it just like decide to explode on its own? My patella completely ruptured. Yeah, Yeah. patella is not a cooking term, or it is a cooking term. Well, in the 1930s, (laughs) it was a cooking term. Ah, there you go. Now the expertise comes out. Um, so I think this is the perfect background music. Yes. Happy, light music. <laughs> Tell a story about your blown leg, yes. your knee or whatever it was, your patella. So, I, my patella was blown, and I was on the couch recovering all winter, and I was watching a Gordon Ramsay show called Next Level Chef. Uh-huh. And uh, I was sat there next to my wife, and I was like, I could do this. I should apply. And she's like, all right, go for it. I applied for the show, and I got a few callbacks. Obviously, I didn't make it because I... Uh, probably would be in London right now filming. So their but loss is our gain. That's right. And That's I would rather be here, actually. Good. I yeah. actually called my old friend Gordon. I said, I know you like this guy, but we really Gordon need Randy. another tomato. You stay away from yeah. our Eric Otto. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Eric, I think you've talked enough during the program today. We're going <laughs> to bring in Elaine because he's been waiting patiently and Elaine, I know that you and Eric are, are going to be working together. Tell us a little bit about what will be happening with uh, Eric with the ballet and the symphony this year. Well, first of all, you all know that I knew all the answers about that cooking thing, right? <laughs> Some of those were tricky questions. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I, yeah, I'm looking forward. Well, I would say I'm looking forward. We've already started, so I can't say I'm looking forward. We're already in it. We've talked about everything that we're... Our, our little, uh, how could I say, our intro, our little warm-up act is going to be... Um, uh, during our, our Halloween concert together, we already have two numbers in that. One is uh, the dance, one is tap. We have one with the jazz orchestra on the 17th of November after that. We have, of course, the Nutcracker together, brand new Nutcracker. 
with all the original music in the, the Nutcrackers. I'm very excited about that. Then, then uh, we're already talking about uh, the planning the future, and I really like that Eric sends me. Uh, well, we exchange a few things, you know, on the, on Messenger and uh, by text, or when we're not then, you know, together. But uh, I, it's a little bit like with Merwin, you know. Do you know this pizza? Would you like this pizza? These... So last thing he sent me, I think, was Prokofiev's Cinderella. And I mean, you know, Prokofiev's ballet music. I mean, uh, for a musician, you can't go wrong, right? So that's uh, very, very exciting. Lots of projects, lots of ideas. And I think we're very uh, kindred spirits there. I wonder if now, you know, a lot of people go to the Nutcracker, right? That's an annual sort of event. It, it, everybody mm-hmm. knows it. And and we should point out that the oldest actual nutcracker in the United States is right here in Toledo, right? And yep. um, but I wonder what does ballet beyond the nutcracker mean? I mean, what is it about the ballet? What is your philosophy of ballet, Eric? Maybe I should ask you this question: uh, how how it enhances people's lives, how it reaches people, and and what ballet is about? Yeah. Um, well, it's such a beautiful art form as we all know and like i said earlier to to be able to present classical ballet along with the symphony really gives people that treat from both worlds of high art and um to be able to give that to the people of toledo is is a wonderful thing and and i'd like to be able to try and get people to the ballet more with some of our productions yeah you know, I know Nutcracker is always a very good sell. It's a very festive tradition. Um, so I'd like to, my, my goal here is to really just be able to present classical ballet along with the symphony at its highest level um, and production value. Uh, but having that music is, is wonderful because people will come to the ballet, they'll hear uh, Tchaikovsky or Prokofiev yeah. and also see um, classical ballet. It's interesting on your website, you talk about the music as much as you talk about the dance. And I know that the music and selection of music is very important to you. How does that like influence your relationship with Elaine and, and planning things? You know, I, I get inspired, I'm sure, like a lot of us when we listen to music. And uh, when I hear a piece that really inspires me, um, I get excited about it. And I can already see and visualize concepts and, and phrases and sequences and and, uh, you know, I, I will certainly be uh, like I have been with Alan already. I've been messaging him some ideas. Even when I first met him over Zoom, I just felt uh, I felt a really good uh, connection with him, yeah. uh, both of us being artists. And I feel like uh, our energy is similar in a sense where I, c- I feel like I can just reach out to him and brainstorm ideas. And it doesn't have to be in a formal setting. I can just casually text him and we both understand uh, each other, even though he's from the world of music and I'm from the world of uh, dance. So we've gotten Eric's point of view on, you know, the synthesis of movement and dance and music and how that all works together. I know, Elaine, you must have your own philosophy or opinion about all of this. I wonder if you could talk about that a little bit for us. Well, absolutely. I mean, as you know, as a conductor, it's all about movement also and, and communication and it's, it's all, you know, we cannot use words because, you know, in a concert, uh, you're not talking to people. But uh, there's already a great deal of movement happening with conductor, with musicians. And I think this is very important. And what I really like about Eric is that, um, like you said, you know, music is, is very close to his heart. It's uh, it's it's not something that is um, that he just wants to use to... Uh, 
to do a, a choreography on. It's it's really integral. Like uh, the two of them, the music and the movement, are one really. And this means that you know we 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 find tempies that that make sense for music, that makes sense for dance. But you know we're always aiming toward that to, that total art. You know, and like you would have ballet, you would have opera, you would have music. I think all of this together is uh, it's it's aiming in the same kind of direction that the, the great romantics like uh, like Wagner was going. So it was like you know we need to get as close as possible to um, the total kind of form of art uh, on the stage. So it's uh, it's really exciting to have more than just dance, more than just music together. Then it creates something very special. Yay! We'll give you some applause. I know you have to go. Um, I want to say goodbye to you and thanks to you for uh, participating with the Toledo Symphony Lab today. I have to go and, uh, and write up my pledge, so I encourage everybody to join me. <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> We've been talking with Eric Otto, who's the new artistic director at Toledo Ballet, also Natalie Frushauer, who is a business manager at TAPA, and Zach Vasser, who's president and CEO of TAPA. I'm Brad Cresswell, and in this segment, I, well, I started the last segment with a little getting-to-know-you kind of culinary quiz, Eric, and we discovered you didn't really know <laughs> anything about cooking. So gourmet. That's led to believe. Yeah, yeah we're going to try a different game now. <laughs> this is all about getting to know you, Eric, a little bit, as you, you know, have only been here for a few weeks. So this is a, a little mm-hmm. game of would you rather. You know how would you rather works? Uh, no. Could you please? Well, it's kind of like you know this or that. I okay. I say would you rather this or that, and oh, you right. choose yes. which one you, you would rather. Then you have to defend rather. your answer. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, maybe <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what the answer is. There's no defense for some answers, as we all learned during this podcast. <laughs> yes. Anyway. That's true. So we'll go around. I'm going to ask you each, okay? But we'll do it. We'll try to get through it quickly, okay? First one is, would you rather read... Oh, you know what? I have some music for this. Let me find it. Okay, here we go. Would you rather read an awesome book or watch a good movie, Eric? Watch a good movie. What do you say, Natalie? Read an awesome book. I really want to say book, but it's really going to be a movie. Movie, uh, yeah. I, I have to go with a movie just mm-hmm. because I haven't read that many books lately. <laughs> but I've done a lot of binge watching. Okay, Remember, so movie. this is would you rather, not would you likely. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fair point. What are you more likely to <laughs> rather? Oh, I would, well, I would definitely be more likely to watch a movie because I have kids, but... But I would You'd rather, rather read the book. Yeah. Uh, you know, Actually, that's an interesting point. I, I, can I change my answer? I think we all have kids, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. young kids, and that's going to lead us all to binge watching. Mm, brain dead. Yeah. Brain yeah. on the couch. Just yeah. <laughs> right. Except when you're with a kid, you're reading books, though, because you read them books. Yeah. That kind Wait, of are we supposed to read to them? <laughs> Is that you why they read, look at me right? with those puppy I make eyes? Them read to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, Quinn reads to me as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's going swimmingly so far. <laughs> All right. Would you rather go into the past and meet your ancestors or go into the future and meet your great-great-grandchildren? What do you say, Eric? Past or future? I would love to go into the future. Yeah. What what do you think, Definitely future. Zach? I'm a past guy, I guess. Uh, I'd love to go into the past. Are you kidding? Okay. I'll go into the future. All right. Future wins. I'll just just wave at you guys. (laughs) (laughs) And, And I'll do a lot of stuff to end up in the in the present 
uh, to mess with you. Oh. Okay. Thanks. All right, whatever you say. <laughs> uh, moving on. Would you rather hear the good news first or the bad news first, Eric? The bad news first. Bad, you're a bad news first yep. kind of person. Okay. Well, so, Eric. Yeah. The bad news is. <laughs> I hate to tell you this guy, but uh, yeah. not doing no, so well on this uh, radio segue. show. <laughs> this is, it's not a podcast, it's an intervention. Right. <laughs> oh, oh you knew it. Was it the tattoos I gave <laughs> away? <laughs> Natalie, are you a, a good news or bad news person? Bad news first, yeah. You want bad news yeah. first? What do you Same. say? That? Yeah. 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 I don't know. I just want the good news and so I could ignore the bad news, right? Oh. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. If you had to give up one thing for the rest of your life, would it be brushing your hair or brushing your teeth? Which of those would you give up, Eric? Oh, brushing my hair. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Gotta keep the teeth. Gotta I don't keep think you even... Clean. I don't think yeah. your hair is not a brush lately. At that yeah. point, I think, I think you want to <laughs> hey, keep Hey, I did blow dry it this morning for <laughs> you. Yeah, it looks good. So, I'm just yeah. jealous. <laughs> now, Natalie, I'm sorry. You wanted to say something? Uh, <laughs> I, I would definitely prefer to keep my teeth. So yeah. I think otherwise I'd, it's paella for days. Yeah, I would yeah. give. Yeah. <laughs> welcome would, to welcome my world. Give up Wait, can I get some more paella? <laughs> yeah. Are you some recording his little things mush. for your sound clips later? Oh on? yeah. Yeah, I've, I've it's got, called paella. Here's, here's one. Zach, you have here's a Zach board. Here's next here's time, Zach, do this. We get to the voice. Hi guys. Here, here, here's Zach again. Oh no, no that's actually it. Elaine's daughter. Is that okay? Yeah. I still have like She's twenty so of these to go. No. <laughs> All right. All right. Would you We're not would doing you good. would you rather be an Olympic gold medalist or a Nobel Prize Peace Prize winner? Olympic gold or Nobel Peace Prize? Gold all the way. Go for the gold. What do you say, Same. Natalie? Gold. Peace. Yeah. Peace. Peace. I would go for the peace because I just couldn't see myself <laughs> yeah. swimming in a pool. Okay, would you feel worse? Wait, swimming it doesn't in a have pool? to be swimming. It's it throwing could, a javelin. Many it's, other things. Yeah. You could play breaking volleyball. Records. All those things they do <laughs> at the Olympics. Uh, ice skating. Yeah. Lifting yeah. golf. Okay. <laughs> I'm still not changing my answer. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we didn't even go into the winter. Ice hockey? Ice hockey. Ski. <laughs> okay, next no question. Luge. No cooking, though. Would, would you feel worse if no one showed up to your wedding or to your funeral? <laughs> Which would make uh, you feel worse? Um, <laughs> well, I got O for O. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to my wedding. Really? Uh, when I'm gone, I, I... I guess I how probably would you know? doesn't really matter. I wouldn't know. But if you were looking down, I, if I leave a legacy that I want to, the life I live, I wouldn't have to worry about it. I don't think. Yeah. And being nice and being a decent yeah. human being. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you have anybody show up to your wedding? <laughs> <laughs> I had to pay for it all. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> right. I, I saw the bill at up. the end. <laughs> Here's a twenty I, for you and one for you. And I would one definitely for you. feel worse if uh, no one showed up to my funeral. I think. Okay, so wedding, funeral. What do you say, Zach? Funeral. Funeral. Yeah. I would say funeral because yeah. I've been married <laughs> time. So we'll go. I, but only one funeral, I hope. Okay. Would you rather be fluent in all languages? Would you rather be fluent in all languages? I know you guys Sorry, are having your own little podcast over there. That's okay. Sorry. That's all right. I got wrapped up in my microphone cord here. I understand it. You know, if you want we to do need, your like, own thing. Before we come in here, I think. All right. I'm going to skip ahead. I forgot the question. All right. Here's the next one. Would you rather eat pizza or ice cream as the only food for eternity? What do you say? Pizza or ice cream? You can't say neither. Pizza. Pizza. What do you say, Pizza. Anyway? I would pizza. go for pizza. 
I, I think would, it has more nutritional yeah. value at the end of the day. I, I would, I'm assuming <laughs> I that, you know. I wasn't even going there yeah. for nutrition. I would like both. I don't know how they got my diet on here, but that's... It my stomach uh, up better. Yeah. It makes me happy. Pizza? It has very high yeah. sodium, though, yeah. It yeah. depends on what kind of ice cream. Just pretend go back to ice nutrition cream. is not a factor in your decision. <laughs> Just like every other American, is that what you're saying? Okay, here's the last one. <laughs> We've run out of quiz music, so... We got to try and squeeze this oh, one in. Brad, are you still here? I am here. <laughs> Elaine is gone. I'm still here. Last question: Would you rather sing like an opera star or cook like a gourmet chef? Wow. Well, since I tanked in the first round, um, I would have to say chef. Chef. What do you say, Natalie? Chef. Bye, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, chef. <laughs> You do a little thing. It's like it's like The Shining, you know, yeah. when, when he holds up his little finger and he's like, "Danny isn't Danny here." Danny isn't here, Mrs. Torrance. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah, okay. I I would probably go the chef route as well. Uh, just because I could be a Swedish chef. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Pork, pork, pork. <laughs> Indeed. Toledo Symphony Lab continues here on FM 91. I'm Brad Cresswell. In the studio with us, we have Zach Vassar, the president and CEO. And we also have uh, the business manager at TAPA. That is Natalie Frushauer. And we are welcoming another special guest. That is Eric Otto, who is the recently appointed artistic director of Toledo Ballet. A lot of wonderful stuff we've been talking about as far as, you know, what the plans are for the future of the ballet and different productions. Um, I wonder if we can talk about education because that is such an important part of what the ballet does. Um, can one of you sort of take the lead here and first of all tell me what it is Toledo Ballet does education-wise, how it reaches out to students, what it provides? Um, you want to talk about that? Anybody? Anybody? Sure. Anybody? Yeah. Floors open? <laughs> Bueller? Bueller? Yes, okay. yes I, I'd love to. Well, um, you know, what we offer here is is dance in all forms, and we want to be able to offer ballet, not only ballet, but but uh, modern, contemporary, jazz, and um, just a full range of, of classes to students who are interested in, in dance and the performing arts. And uh, through outreach, which I'm starting to um, kind of tinker with now, with mm -hmm. Condessa, um, and uh, working with her to promote uh, education in our schools, mm -hmm. um, to bring it back to our Nutcracker performance, and also moving forward into the spring, the same kind of concept, going into the schools and educating yeah. the students um, about you know what production we're doing. Not only that, but the, the composer, the choreographer, the history, the terminology of it. Um, but you know, being a, an artistic director and with a, a ballet school, um, I'm constantly educating students, and I feel like it's. It's a it's a it's a joy to be in the class and to teach them everything from terminology to how to execute steps. And yeah. um, did you have an interest in this before? I mean, have you been involved in education uh, prior to coming here? Um, I was uh, yes, I was a professor of dance at Skidmore College in mm -hmm. Saratoga Springs, and uh, I uh, was there for three years. It was an artist in residence position, and uh, I worked there uh, with a. a a great faculty um, and colleagues, uh, and I really kind of started to hone my skills in terms of the education part of it, not only just staging ballets on dancers, but also giving the history of it leading up to it and why yeah. the ballet was presented and how we perform it these certain ways, um, traditionally speaking. 
Yeah, passing on that knowledge. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's um, important to remember that, you know, um, without these schools teaching the historical art form, you know, we can't really pass it on to the next generation. So it's really just ensuring that the art form stays alive year after mm -hmm. year, generation after generation. And the important part about our outreach programs is that we make sure that kids that might not normally be exposed to this in general education or, you know, regular resources they have access to, we make sure that they're exposed to it at least. So they, they have a knowledge or an awareness of what the art form is, and we provide opportunities for them to get more involved if they want to be. Uh, I know that there are all kinds of classes that go on, especially during the summer and during the year. Maybe we should direct people to the website so they can check that all out. It's at ToledoBallet.com. Yeah. That's right. And, of course, Toledo Symphony, if you want to look at what's going on with the symphony, you can go to their website at ToledoSymphony.com as well. Now, I did want to get in a quiz, like a real quiz, so, Eric, you get the full Symphony Lab experience, right? <laughs> Let me pull up some quiz music. Okay, here we go. And this is, in my opinion, the best kind of dance ever made. Okay, here we go. Little disco, right? You can do the disco bells. Boo, yep. boo, boo. <laughs> right? Wow. Boo, boo, boo. Perfect. That wasn't me. By the way, we discovered that you have like all kinds of great vocal impressions. You were doing a little Kermit the a Frog for us. Yeah. A little bit. We're going to make you do it on the road. <laughs> That was not Kermit the Frog. That was, what was that one? That, that was, was the alligator wookie? from the... That was a Wookiee. <laughs> yeah, I, was, that was, I yeah. was trying to do my... I can't do that. Yeah, you did it. Sorry. Yeah, that's, it, I'm just it's making uh, up the labyrinth. <laughs> all right, back to the quiz. This is called oh. Guess the Eric. I thought, okay. that was the, I thought that was the quiz. <laughs> no, this is the quiz. Guess the Eric. That one. Okay. Oh, yes. Guess Eric's. the Eric. It could be... Not too many. E-R-I-C. It could be E-R-I-K. Right, I'm going to give you clues, and you tell me which famous Eric this is, okay? Don't be worried, Eric, it's okay. No, I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm trying to get on my thinking cap. All right, this Eric it's a very founded... very large hat. Hard. Yeah, it's hard. The first clue is this Eric founded his own religion. He cried, a, no, he carried a hammer with him everywhere for protection. Oh, Eric the Red. No, but Eric close. Eric with a K? <laughs> Eric with a K, yes. Was like Jenny up from the block, right? Yeah. Eric with a K. Isn't that what we're supposed to be guessing? He only ate food that was white in color. No, you're supposed to tell me who the whole, oh, what wow. his whole name is, not Eric. Oh, come on. Because then you have a 50-50 chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the best quiz There's ever. There's not too many famous Eric's, so. Uh, I have no idea. Eric with a no W? Eric. <laughs> Warwick. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so I've given you all the clues. He, he yep. found his own religion. He carried a hammer with him, and he would only eat white food. We're talking like eggs and uh, coconuts and animal bones oh, and chicken with the skin removed. Yeah, well, I, I, I feel like you're describing a composer who did uh, this. Yeah, I am indeed. But I don't know the religion component. Yeah, he had founded a church called the Metropolitan Church of Art of Jesus the Conductor. That okay. sounds right. What? Yeah. <laughs> Evidently, he belonged to another church, and he split off from that and made his own, and he was the, only, the sole congregant oh, of the church. Is this the... I, no. I, I, I am completely stumped on this. I, I'll it, give you a clue. His first name is Eric. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That really yeah, sets it apart for me. Yes. Not with a W. <laughs> 
It's Eric Satie. We could spend like the next 20 minutes trying to figure out who it is. But Eric Satie. Eric Satie. I'm just going to use Google for these. No cheating. Yeah. No. Uh, well, We're that's all supposed okay. to feel like fools together. <laughs> all right. This Eric, believe me, that's every week here at Toledo Symphony Lab. This Eric wanted to be a car mechanic, but he got into comedy instead. <gasps> Eric Idle. No. One of his alter egos. <laughs> Wait a second. I, normally I would do this, but I just was too lazy to reach over there. So one of his alter egos shares a name with a notorious Roman emperor. And don't make him angry. You wouldn't like him when he's angry. And Eric. Eric Bana. Yes, very good. Oh, Wait, that was whoops, good. sorry. That was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was so used to hitting the buzzer, I hit the wrong Why one. Why you got to be I such know. a hater? He always hits the wrong one for me. Yeah, yeah. I, this happens every single time. So Eric Bana. He gets very, very Bana. distracted Bana. by. He's a comedian. He started out as a comedian. He wanted to be a comedian before he became an actor. And then he wanted to be a plumber. <laughs> yes. Then he wanted to be a mechanic. Yeah. Okay. This Eric's sister was actually his mother. <laughs> what? Hey. <laughs> I think I went to school with this guy. No, no, no. Come on. He, he was raised by his grandparents, and his mother was 16 years old when she had him, so she was oh. raised as his sister by the okay. grandparents, okay? He has a nickname. The nickname is Slowhand. And this Eric has been inducted three times to the Rock and Roll Hall Clapton. of Fame. Eric Clapton. Clapton. Very good. Yay. I'm like, I don't know Eric any Clapton. Eric's. When he, as soon as he said inducted, I was like, oh, okay, it's got to be Eric Clapton. Slow yeah. hand with a guitar, you know? Yeah, slow hand, inducted. All kinds of non-culinary terms. <laughs> All right. This Eric's career yeah. peaked in the 1970s. <laughs> Is Eric's career peaked in the 1970s? Is that the only clue? <laughs> Eric Otto. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I was born. Okay. Yeah, that's the Your career peaked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This Eric was also the inspiration for the cop in The Village People. Remember The Village People? Why? Oh, Eric Estrada. Eric Estrada. You are cleaning up. Good job. All right, next question. Among other things, this Eric is a model. Okay. <laughs> when he was young, he dreamed of being a rock and roll star, and he actually played the synthesizer in a techno-pop band. No takers. He pioneered the use of crowdsourcing and performance on the Internet well before the pandemic. This is sort of a YouTube versus Zoom question this is the guy who created the virtual choir does that ring a bell eric, eric whitaker eric whitaker yes. composer he was a model yeah he was yeah. a model i knew that okay final question here well i do have a little extra credit question but <clears throat> this eric had a violinist for a mom and has an opera singer for a sister eric the opera ghost in the phantom of the opera that would be wrong, but that was my extra credit quiz, so you get an extra an bad extra buzzer. <laughs> okay, this Eric had to prove his identity to get on set where he was a star because no one recognized him. He was obviously an actor. Eric Idol? <laughs> you said that before, and it was... It's got to be one of these. It's got to be one of these. It was wrong then. It was, it's still wrong now. Okay, he was the very first to go back to the future. 
I know it's but on it's the not tip Michael of J. Your Fox. I mean, how does it's this? Not... Uh, it's the actor who was playing that role before Michael J. Fox. Oh, 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 what? Eric. Uh, oh, he's got, red, with he's got S- red hair. S T. Stoltz. Stoltz. Yeah. Very good. I'm going to give all that to uh, Eric. Yeah. I don't know Stoltz. why. You're the only Eric I know, apparently. Yeah, evidently. He wasn't in the quiz. And not spelled with a W. <laughs> yes. Warrick. <laughs> Warrick. Genius. Do you know that? Where is actor? Eric? We'll say Warrick. Just yeah, where, where Eric. Yeah. Warrick. It's Warrick. our own contraction. <laughs> yes, you heard it here Warrick. first. Yes. Okay. Well, that about wraps up our program for today. Um, I want to thank you guys for coming in. If people want to find out more about Toledo Ballet, they can go to ToledoBallet.com. If people want to read about you, Eric, you, you've got your own website, right? Barely, but yes. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> well, a we website. I haven't updated it. I've uh, channeled my, my focus on the Toledo Ballet right now, so yeah. but there is a website. Understandable. He's okay. all over our website as well, so we're oh, very yeah. proud of Eric. At, at ToledoBallet.com. <laughs> yes. You can also go to ToledoSymphony.com. Check out everything there. This program is a production of WGTE Public Media in collaboration with our sponsor, the Toledo Symphony. You can download episodes as a podcast by going to our website at wgte.org lab. You can also subscribe to us through your podcast app of choice, including Apple, Google, and Spotify podcasts. Don't forget to check out all those events at the Symphony by visiting their website at toledosymphony.com. There are various social media outlets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can find the TSO streaming platform online at stream.artstoledo.com. My thanks to Elaine Trudell, who joined us earlier, also to Zach Vasser, and our special guests, Natalie Freshour and Eric Otto. I'm Brad Cresswell. This has been Toledo Symphony Lab from FM91.